0: So earlier this week, I was on a coaching call with a potential new client. They're a regular listener and have been following the Kind Leadership Guild for a while. As I do on my 30-minute free coaching test drives, available to any of you listening to this episode, by the way, we walked through that person's current leadership problem, tried to define an ideal outcome, and started identifying some internal and external challenges that seem to stand between the client and their outcome. It's a great way to get to know each other and see if we might be a fit and to be able to create some value for a client whether or not they proceed to a longer coaching arrangement. Anyway, as we were talking, the topic of psychological safety came up. It's a theory that this person really resonates with and I find it interesting as well. So after geeking out about it for a minute or two, my prospective client mentioned that many of their colleagues had either never heard of psychological safety or didn't really understand what actions they could take to create a psychologically safe team culture. And in that moment, I realized that if those colleagues were a bit confused about the whole psychological safety thing, some of you might be, too. So let's clear up some misconceptions and figure out how psychological safety can be used to heal a dysfunctional team culture. Welcome to the Kind Leadership Challenge, the podcast that empowers principled, educational, and library leaders to heal their organizations. I'm Dr. Sarah Clark, founder of the Kind Leadership Guild, where I use my PhD in higher ed leadership and nearly two decades of experience in academic libraries to coach leaders like you who want to build a better world without burning out. Kind leaders aren't perfect, and we don't need to be. We strive to make tough decisions without becoming jerks. We design systems that enable our teams to make a big impact without overworking. And we know that once we stop controlling and start collaborating, even the most ambitious vision can become effortless. Kind leadership is pretty simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy. So if you're up for a challenge, stick around for the next 10 minutes as I teach you how your school or library can create a resilient, thriving legacy that will strengthen your community long after you're gone. So first things first, what is psychological safety? I did a little digging and discovered that this phrase was first popularized in a workplace context by Amy Edmondson, a professor at the Harvard Business School. Per Amy, psychological safety is... A shared belief held by members of a team that it's okay to take risks, to express their ideas and concerns, to speak up with questions, and to admit mistakes, all without fear of negative consequences. Check out the show notes for an article that goes into a bit more detail and even a link to a survey you can use to determine how psychologically safe your team is or isn't. But even without taking that survey, much less exploring the question of whether folks who feel unsafe at work would even answer such a survey honestly, I think that there are certain indicators you can look for in your team's behavior to see how safe they are or aren't feeling. Are staff meetings awkward recitations of agenda items to a silent room? Or is there genuine conversation and debate? When there are disagreements between team members about a particular course of action, are they hashed out with a challenging conversation or two? Or do things fester into grudges and passive aggression? Is bullying or other inappropriate behavior among team members addressed or ignored? How about when someone makes a mistake? How likely are they to hide or deny it rather than sharing the truth? you get the idea? So now that we've got a decent working definition and some aspects of psychological safety and practice that you can look for in your team, here's the next question I want you to ponder. What are the benefits and drawbacks of a psychologically safe culture? Because I think, like most things in life, the idea with psychological safety is not to swing from one cultural extreme to the other, but rather to find a balance that allows everyone to feel comfortable contributing to their fullest potential while also keeping in mind that the ultimate goal of fostering a safer culture is to create an organization which is able to execute decisions that build a better world. After all, if you and your team are unable to channel your shared trust toward making unpleasant but necessary changes, then you're creating a situation that may seem psychologically safe, but with a result that can actually cause harm to those your team serves or even to the organization itself. For instance, giving space for a team member to share their concerns with a situation is an example of psychological safety done right. However, eventually the conversation needs to shift toward a solution or decision, or nothing will happen to address the problem, which means that whatever threat your team faces will remain. In addition, although it's important for your team members to feel safe enough to admit mistakes or bring you bad news, your team can't grow and improve without facing the consequences of their actions, whether it's poor performance or inappropriate behavior. I'm not suggesting spite or punishment here. However, when a pattern emerges, retraining or even a performance improvement plan or progressive discipline sometimes is necessary to keep the team as a whole safe and productive. Finally, we leaders have got to accept that psychological safety is in the eye of the beholder, and there are times that team members will struggle with feeling unsafe for reasons that have absolutely nothing to do with you or your organization. As I've alluded in a few previous episodes, my first full-time job out of college was not what you'd call psychologically safe, especially towards the end of that company's death spiral. Long story short, I didn't feel psychologically safe in any workplace between about 2002 and 2006 through no fault of the teams or leaders that I worked with. It was a wound that I had to work through and heal in my own time. But the supportive organizations I landed in during those times made my return to a newer, stronger sense of psychological safety possible in the end. And that, I think, is the way kind leaders should think about cultivating psychological safety. Your goal as the steward of your team's culture should not be to ensure that people feel 100% safe 100% of the time. First off, other people's feelings are out of our control. And secondly, as long as we live in a world where life can be unfair, broken, and just plain unkind... I think a deeper psychological safety is found in honestly facing the things that threaten your organization from inside and outside so that you can make the decisions that will empower your organization to thrive within that broken world and maybe even start healing it a little bit in your own way. So here's a challenge for this week. I want you to honestly review the ways in which your team seems psychologically safe or unsafe and what you think needs to shift in your team's culture to serve the best interests of your organization. Then once you've done that, share your thoughts in the Kind Leadership Challenge community. Or if you'd feel more safe to do so, send me an email or DM me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I promise you'll get an answer. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Kind Leadership Challenge. Before you go, here's a quick way you can spread the word of Kind Leadership. I'd like you to take a moment to think of a friend or colleague who might benefit from this week's episode. Then open your app or head over to kindleadershipchallenge.com slash 57 and share this episode with them right now. Or as soon as you're parked, if you're driving. Never doubt that day by day you're building a better world, even if you can't see it yet. So until next time, stay kind now. Oh, one last thing. If you're ready to take on this week's challenge, but not sure how to start, head over to kindleadershipchallenge.com slash next to download the next steps checklist.